0: Log Talk Radio Over there, over there's the water Whoosh, whoosh And look at all this stuff I'm standing on It's called sand And it's everywhere
1: This woman may sound silly to you and me
0: It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks Teeny little pieces of rocks
1: But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him (laughs) She makes perfect sense turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
2: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the second half of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter.com slash Joy Keyes, and you can become a fan on Facebook. Just check out Saturday mornings with Joy Keys, and I'm on Instagram. Check me out. Lots of cool pictures. Tag me uh, in a photo. You might win a prize, and, um, you know, I give away books and CDs and dinner tickets, all types of things, so just check me out. You never know what might come down the path. Um, Today, I'm going to be speaking with comedian Lil Rel Howery from The Carmichael Show. I believe he's on the line right now. Let's see here. Hello. Good morning.
3: How you doing? Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you. We're on the air. How you doing?
3: I'm doing fine.
2: Thank you. It was, it was, a, tough, it was a confusing
3: call in at first. I kept hearing a little voice in my ear that sounded very heavily. Oh, sorry about
2: that. <laughs> sorry about that. You didn't talk back to it,
3: did you? Who is this?
2: Oh, my gosh. So it's early. You're in California, right?
3: Well, no, I'm in Chicago this weekend. Actually, I got a big show on oh, Tuesday night. Yep.
2: Oh, okay. Chicago, okay. Basically. Well, yep. I love I love your comedy uh on the the Carmichael show and that's why I wanted to have you on. Also, I had uh, listened to um your album on iTunes. Um you were cracking me up, uh, especially about the teacher. Um, <laughs> what was the teacher and the the word that you like you use, or something? <laughs> it was like just yes, hilarious. Residious, um, residious, residious. Okay. Um, but anyway, let's start at the beginning here. You're a comedian. But why are you gonna become a comedian? I mean, did you think you were gonna get paid to be a comedian? I mean, what drove you to comedy instead of like you know being a scientist or you know? being a doctor or something like that, or just being a regular, if you will, no offense to actors, actor, you know what I mean? Why comedy?
3: Well, for well me, first of all, like, I love comedy. I was a big fan of, like, Eddie Murphy and Keenan Ivory Wayne's and Living Color and Robert Towns and Saturday Night Live. So I was automatically drawing to comedy. And also, too, for me, because I looked up to Eddie Murphy and Keenan and all those dudes, I always thought comedy, acting, and writing was in one. Like I got never separated. Mm. To me, it's to me it's okay. one thing. So um, it's one of those things where this something I always wanted to do. I had a very supportive family that, growing up, said I could do whatever I wanted to do. That's why I put my mind to it. And sometimes you just know what your purpose is. I knew it, this is what I wanted to do and was good at. It. I'm glad I stuck out. Stuck it out.
2: You know, it's funny. They say a lot of comedians um, have actually a lot of pain. Do you think your comedy is? Masking pain or do you think you know, you know you're just a jolly fellow Naturally I mean you know what I'm saying Like you look at Robin Williams and, and Some other people and um, You know they're going through a lot Of stuff what, what do you say about that for Yourself
3: well that's Interesting I mean I don't think you start out loving comedy Because of pain I mean that's crazy <laughs> But I think You know like Robin in Robin Williams case right it's not Pain to make him funny you understand what I'm saying? His heart made him. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at most of his characters he played, they all had heart in it. I think, you know, a lot of times one of those mental health things that has nothing to do Like most comics, I mean, we're is because you have a lot of depressing comics always. They're the ones doing interviews most of the time about, you know, it comes from a dark place and all that. No, oh, I mean, not for, <laughs> right, not, right, not, right. not for everybody, man. You know, my comedy is about yeah. who I am and where I'm from, and my family and what I've seen and what I've, you know, grew up. It's about people more than anything. You know, my I don't pain doesn't make me funny. Now I could take okay. some painful things and make it funny because it helps right. me get through it. But it's not like oh, I, just, I need pain. That's the only way I'm gonna be good. To me, that's you're you're. It's something wrong with you if that's, if that's, if that motivates your comedy It's being hurt. To me.
0: hmm
2: Right, right. I mean, so now um, you're from Chicago. It's really cold there. Yeah. Um, you're doing a gig there. Where are you doing a gig tonight?
3: Well, it's actually nice out here this weekend. It's like in the seventies, but uh, tonight I'm going Oh doing wow, a you're better Bailey than we
2: are. <laughs> I'm sorry, say Stephen that again. Bailey
3: Auditorium. I'm doing a Stephen Bailey uh, Auditorium uh, on the west of uh, Chicago. Uh, Eight thirty, the show starts. Eight thirty, the show starts.
2: People can still buy tickets, yeah. or is it sold out right now?
3: Um, it's getting there, so you know there's still a few tickets available, so if you're gonna get on it, you better do it now so but it's gonna be an amazing <laughs> audience man very very excited about tonight
2: Now, how did you hook up with the Carmichael show? Somebody called you, you auditioned, you knew gerard or how did how did you hook up?
3: Well, me and Gerard have been friends for a few years now, and uh when he got his deal with n b c he yeah, hit me up and let me know that he, you know, he got a deal and, you know, he's thinking about throwing me, putting me in the show. And we wasn't sure if I could do it at first because I had a, I had my own show I was doing at the time, mm. you know, Friends of the People, which was a sketch series or whatever, but they let me take some time to, to shoot his pilot. But he wrote Bobby Carmichael for me or whatever. So, I mean, all I had to do was no screen test. I didn't have to audition. I just did a screen test and then, because he wrote it for me. You know, NBC wasn't just going to yeah. offer it to me, even though he wrote it for me. Uh uh-uh. But it was one of those things where you know he wrote it for me, so it was I booked it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't care who else tested. It, it was like well, it for me. So if I don't if I don't book it, right. I'm a terrible actor. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if somebody writes you something, you don't book it. That's crazy. So you know, yeah. Jerrod is you know very proud of him, man. But he, you know he wrote Bobby for and he and he told me what he was trying to do. You know, it wasn't necessarily about him writing a role for me because to be honest with you, I, I was done with the sketch series. I was gonna start working on my own show, you know. I'm, like, well, I'm ready to work on my own show, but when Gerard said he's like, "Okay, we're going old school sitcom style," I'm like, "No, you ain't." So yes, we are. I Said, "All right, I'm down. If you're gonna do mm-hmm, it, that way, mm-hmm. throw me in, brother." So, yeah. No, the so, show is wonderful.
2: The show is awesome. I mean, you guys talk about a lot of hard hitting stuff. I mean, one of the one of the scenes I one of the shows was talking about. He got tickets to the Bill Cosby show. And, you know, it's like whether you should go to Bill Cosby's show or not, considering what's mm-hmm. happened with Bill Cosby. But then he brought up, you know, like, well, we listen to Michael Jackson music, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know we, uh, all different types of things that we do, and these people have these different sides. What do you think about that? You know, everybody is human, and everybody has good and bad sides. You know, would you have gone, you know, to the, the show in real life? You know what I mean? Would you go see Bill Cosby now? Even yeah, he's I mean, a really funny guy.
3: And you're a comedian, I mean, right? So,
2: like, that's, like, something right. that you would connect with.
3: Well let, let me say this though, and and this is what we this is what we trying to drive into that episode why, why we brought up Chris Brown, why we brought up my uh uh Michael Jackson. Even was R. Kelly, like R. Kelly had a concert tonight here in Chicago and mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a bunch of women, ooh, I'm gonna see R. Kelly, and I'm like, But then you got Archer's side, uh yeah, Bill Cosby. Right. So Bill Cosby's his first you weren't even born when he did have the stuff he was allegedly accused <laughs> of. You've seen the R. Kelly stuff. But yet you still support R. Kelly. So it is a fine line between that. You know, right. I'm almost wondering why are we picking up – there's no disrespect to any women, any to the victims, but I'm saying, like, how do we pick and choose whose stuff we put to the side? Is it an age difference? If Bill Cosby was only mm-hmm. 30-some years old, would we have left it alone? Because, to be honest with you, this stuff was out way before it came out now. and just I guess yes. because he was hot, it wasn't a big deal.
0: You know, so it's very interesting.
3: You know, I, like, and I bring, I bring up R. Kelly. There's no disrespect to R. Kelly, but it, it surprises me that that ain't disgusting to you, too. Like, right. <laughs> disgusted about it. So it's, it, it, And that's why I was proud of Gerard for, for the way because a lot of people would have probably did that Cosby episode a lot differently than what we did. You know, the question was, you know, do we hold talent or morals? And it's a fine line about being entertained and what somebody morally does. (laughs) No,
2: I think the show, that's the beauty of the show. They're not like, okay, you're wrong, I'm right. They're just like, let's think about this for a moment. You know, Mm -hmm. what would you do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For example, you know, they talked about, you know, um, having an abortion or the abortion pill, you know, that that was brought up on the show. And that's a really sensitive topic. You know, people and their religion um, and their, you know, different ethnicities take abortion in a certain way. But you guys brought it up, and it was not like, you know, uh, where's better than you. It, it just, again, it just puts it out there and makes you think. And that's what I love. And it's black people, all black people, having intelligent conversations about serious mm-hmm. issues and topics. But making and it different opinions. Comedic.
3: Every character has every character has a different opinion, right? Everybody has exactly. their own opinion, and that's real life. You know, I don't think you go into nobody's family house on Thanksgiving and everybody agree on everything. That's not Mm -hmm. realistic. And I think that's what TV was going for a while, where you'll watch these shows and it'll be all the same opinion and the the result will be the same because they all came together and said, okay, well, that's what it is. Even with a lot of times our show doesn't end with all of us agreeing. Right, (laughs) exactly. It is is what it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) What you gonna do but that's that, great because
2: that's, that's reality. Like you said, that's reality. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, everybody's family is not going to agree. Trust me. You know, there was a show I was watching the other day and the girl was a prostitute. And then the dad's like, Oh no, she's not a prostitute. The mom's like, Oh yeah, she always wanted attention. It's like everybody has a different opinion. Everybody's just not the same. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. let's talk about the people you're working with. You are working with some awesome. I mean, Oh wow. Dream team. Loretta Devine, David Allen Greer, um, Tiffany, oh, my God. She is cra- she kills me when she comes on the scene, okay? How do you keep a straight face? I know there has to be a blooper reel. Is there a blooper reel, like, for you guys? <laughs> it,
3: it is a blooper reel. Uh, we just watched it. After they showed it because we just finished shooting, so we showed it um, to the crew and cast. They showed it to us uh, at the end of the night. And it's very – I mean, it's one of those things where uh, – who makes me laugh the most is probably David Allen Greer mm. more than everybody like more than, like you know cause, cause you kinda get everybody character like you know tipper walk in, you know the are going to have all that crazy energy or whatever but david makes these faces after he say stuff that it's hard for me i can't even look at him sometimes it's the face <laughs> okay. like david allen greer always been a face guy right as a fan of yeah right, right it's it's even faces i make because the of growing up watching him you know what i'm saying so yeah, I can't look exactly. at that man. Half the time I gotta turn my head or <laughs> if you watch. Most of the time, it's me laughing because it's like he's making that Joe Carmichael face, and I can't. Like I don't care what he says, he makes this face every time, and it just cracks me up. I mean, it just, right. it's, it's. I mean, when I think about it now, it's just the funniest thing in the world to me. Just the face he makes, man. So now what are
2: some of your, what are some of your little idiosyncrasies? Like, you know, you have your style too. You know, you talk like about your home life. Um, you were talking about breaking up on the thing. Um, one mm-hmm. of the crazy funny ones was um, about the pastors. Um, and you were going in about um, the different pastors all coming to the funeral and how they were speaking. Um on the thing, would you mind just? Can you give us a little something today, right now? Um, do you uh, have something you in your back on, pocket?
3: You didn't, you didn't put. Man, you put you don't put a comedian on the spot like that. I will you, put you don't do that. Okay. That ain't, all right. right. Okay. All, you, all right. right. All right. But, Next time. But Johnny Gills singing some, you like, come on, do good bit right there for the <laughs> That's so funny. All I was say was, like, was just, you know, it is, it is different. You know, all these passes are different. Like it's. It's, a, it's something new I'm probably going to do tonight, even just about, you know, going to mega churches and, you know, the pastor's always got the smooth sign-up voice at first, you know, hey, man, how y'all doing? We going to turn our Bibles to, and then they just be on 10 out of nowhere, which is really, <laughs> it's like it happens so fast. Like the is always, you know, they real cool at first. It's just, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to do some things today, you know, because God is looking for us.
2: Yes,
3: right like, You can't do that brother You can't go be cool and go up <laughs> Give and
2: somebody I a heart attack
3: Like what but Yeah, it's, 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 Especially at funerals It's always funny because everybody do invite their own pastors So now you're sitting there For almost two hours longer than you're supposed to Like man we even made it past the Come say a few words part Because there's 16 pastors here Right, yeah. Okay
2: <laughs> You're like sweating, you got the fan, the ladies got the fan, and then the brothers, you know, trying to not unbutton their you shirt, just, the tie is too tight and everything, you know what I mean?
3: You didn't forgot you was at a funeral, you're like, All right, where are we? Oh, grandma did. <laughs> how so long,
2: you you there. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. So now now, um how long you think you're gonna still try to do your own show on uh, at a different time, or you think you're gonna stay on here for a couple seasons? Is this show gonna go five, six seasons? Is this gonna be one of those uh, like, historical mean, black uh, comedy shows? It do you think?
3: It, we don't. Hopefully, you know you don't know. Network is this is a different time with TV Network, so. As good as the show is, as dope as it is, it's still their decision, you know what I mean? So we're still waiting on them mm-hmm. you know, to actually give us a third season, but we, I would love to come back, and
0: there's other things
3: to do, like I have an MTV show that I just finished shooting 10 episodes of, where it's a stand-up and sketch show put together, but it's, it's a show I'm hosting and starring in or whatever, so it's other stuff I'm, re- I'm going to always do at the same time, you know what I mean, including this show, right. Thanks for N- NBC let me do both, but I mean, the sky's the limit. I would love for this show to keep going for a while because I think it's, it's so much more we want to do. You know what I mean? And, uh, man, but it's, you know,
0: <laughs> network
3: TV, man, they keep you on them pins and needles. They're like, well, we know you're doing man, good. Man, right. yeah. can't, can't make you too happy. So, so <laughs> we're waiting now to hear it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel good about it, though, actually, so.
2: I feel good about it. I mean, like I said, the show is so on point about what's going on right now immediately. You know, a lot of times shows are, like, a little delayed, but you guys are, like, right there talking about things that are happening in the moment and, again, making people think, and you're not all thinking alike, you know, and that's the great part. And, again, African Americans, all African Americans, you know, all holding your own down. So it's proof that, yes, this can happen.
3: Well, I can't wait to see what people think, of, you know, when I see the finale in, in uh, like, two or three weeks or whatever. You know, that Trump episode, we got a Trump episode, so we're going Uh-oh. out with a bang. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my God. You, can, no, you can't give me no hints, right? You can't give me no hints. Nope. Is that you got a gag all order? I, or all something I can tell
2: you, you is, get... Donald, I don't even got a gag order. I just don't want to tell you. You got to watch it. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I understand. All I understand. I Trump.
3: understand. It's, it's Trump. So Uh-oh. Hey, See so what you know? Uh-oh. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Well so
2: Let's talk great. about this election. Let's talk about the election a little bit. You know what I mean? This is some comedic stuff going on here in real life. And, and no, it's, it's not like
3: comedic. A comical part. Like, it's not funny at all. Like it's and that's the crazy part. Like I've known comedians making jokes about it, but me and some of my homies was talking about it. as crazy as it, It's not. You know, some start out funny at first, and then we have to yeah. start taking it serious. Like when Trump first started running, like ha ha that Trump. Nobody's gonna take that serious. And now that he's actually a serious contender, it's frightening. I've never been it's so scared. It's frightening, I, exactly. Because you don't know who's voting for him. Like everybody be trying to act like they vote for Trump. I'm like, no.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Somebody got to be doing this. Like, you know what I mean. Like, this Somebody's is, voting for him of,
2: because he's winning all these freaking states. If exactly. Somebody is voting so for him. He's winning all these freaking states. Everybody's coming out the woodwork. Saying oh no I'm not voting Or oh I'm this or that But now you see the true colors And no pun intended True colors of the country And what's going on it's and a, how people think
3: It's true colors of the country And I'm going to say this And this is just real talk It's a lot of Trump supporters We don't know who are Trump supporters And I'm talking about it's, probably, it's a few black people Probably voting for Trump too if we, don't, we don't have to believe that But it's way too many people supporting this dude. Is way too many. Oh to, no, there's like,
2: there's I'm, black people. There's black people. Let me tell you, my Uber driver the other day, I was in an Uber and I started talking about politics, which of course I know you're not supposed to talk, about it it, it it was like the primaries were the day that day in our I'm in Pennsylvania. And he was silent and I was like, Oh shit. He is a Trump supporter. Because I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no offense. You voting for Trump, okay. And he didn't say he didn't say nothing. I was like, mm. Um, black well, brother, well, dark skin black
3: this, brother. Okay. But this this is the thing too about it. And that's what I, I think. This is what we have to understand as a country. It's like this shows us where we are at as a country, right? It's, people are desperate now, right? You know, if you it, we had Democrats, we got Republicans, but you know, when you go to the you know the ghettos of Chicago and a lot of different places, and nothing is being done, and you got this insane person who's insane, but he's talking about he's the one that can fix stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: desperate, people do desperate mm-hmm. things man. As, as, yeah as desperate what things else, At
2: desperate times We don't
3: we don't trust nobody else Like at this point I mean Barack leaving office I think now everybody's really feeling it Like oh this is about to be Crazy now You know what I mean we lost we didn't, we didn't appreciate it like we should have <laughs> Right
2: You just didn't know what you had when you had it You know what I mean And that's
3: what happened We you know, we about to, um, I mean this is this is the scariest. This is this is one of the scariest elections I've ever, in my time of living, seen in my life. Yes, yeah, I agree. Mimi Lee's gonna run for president in another few years if he
2: wins. <laughs> well, look, Ronald. Look, Ronald Reagan, who was an actor, became president. Okay, let's let's not, let's not forget that. Okay, Ronald Reagan what? was an a actor, actor and, and he, a, reali- he became... a
3: reality star. But that's two different things, though. And that's, I'm glad you said that. That's real. That happened. But this is even worse. Yeah, but you. Uh, yeah, this is even this worse. Like, a reality star. A reality star. Like I, mm-hmm. if David Icke ran for president, I would. I still would have probably voted for him because I know he's a very intelligent guy. Right. Yeah. Right. When you, when you, the reality people who's who's taking over this industry, and we're gonna have somebody come a reality show. What about
2: Kanye for president? People are running around talking about what about Kanye for president.
3: Well, I think that's uh, it's funny that you say that. I think this is what we're about to see because these politicians are dry and not entertaining. They don't have a personality, and be, that actually could have came from Barack, too. You know, Barack has so much personality, President Obama has so much personality yeah. to the point where, you know, I think every like that's what these, people are starving for, maybe. They're starving for person, yeah, they starve for swag, they starve for like, and Trump has personality, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> personality, right? And it's scary. And he's was, rich. I feel like this was gonna have Eddie's rich, but he has personality. He's shelling that she's a character. And mm-hmm. it's like enter- inter- being entertained means more than anything to people now, I think, which is crazy to me. Like gotta
0: well,
3: be a everything gotta be can't be entertainment.
2: No, but there's a phrase called Give them bread and circuses. So you're giving them this flash and this glam and, you know, this whole, you know, drama. But really, in in turn, you're giving them a piece of bread, and they're satisfied. The people are satisfied, not realizing you need more than bread to survive. You know what I mean? You need some butter and jam at least, some milk. You know, you got to get some toilet paper. But, see, you don't see all that because you're you're blinded by the circus. You know, you're blinded by the circus. So I think that's that's where we are right now, you know what I mean? But uh, mention to the um, public again where you are tonight and what time. Um,
3: you're, you're on tonight I'm um, at the Stephen, uh, Stephen Bailey Auditorium In Chicago uh, Showtime is at 830 You can get tickets right now at www.lorell L-I-L-R-E-L, Live L-I-V-E So www.lorell live.com. It's going to be an amazing show Got a few of my friends opening up for me And uh, you know, you kind of get a sneak peek Of what my next special going to be
2: and now, where are you going to be after tonight? Are you traveling around? Or are you just going back to California? What,
3: what's your What's I'm your deal? T- I'm t- I'm touring, but I, I needed a break. You know what I mean? Like we had okay. Brad the Carmichael show, then I went right and shot ten episodes of TV for this new show. So this mm. week I'm taking off, spending time with my babies, and just relaxing and get my energy back up after tonight. And then uh, I'll go I'll go back to Cali and finish up a bunch of stuff. Uh, we still got a bunch of press to do for Carmichael show. Cause we still on every Sunday night. At a nine mm-hmm. eight central. Uh, this week's episode is. I actually can't wait to see because uh, you know we did it on a roof type of thing. It's, it's very. It's I can't wait to see the visual of it. Um, okay. And it's, it's a very funny. Are you episode. going to be tweeting?
2: Uh, Are you going to be tweeting during the shows or anything like that? Can we
3: tweet it? Li- or at Little Rail Four? Yeah, we 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 live tweet every week. Uh, all of us do. So. Um, yeah. You know, at Little Rail Four. You know, hit me up. I'll be live tweeting and watching it from Chicago, which I haven't done. while. I'll probably be watching it with my family and friends and stuff, uh, which is, which would be fun, actually, on that Mother's Day. So it's gonna be a fun Mother's yes. Day. Yes. You know what I
2: mean? <laughs> All right. Well, good luck with tonight's show. Thank you so much for taking the time out to come on my show today, and um, you know, just keep up the great work. I love your comedy, and um, I love the Carmichael Show as well.
3: Um, and I just, I hope
2: it gets a third season.
3: Cool beans. Thank you so much.
2: All right. Well, you take it easy, okay? You too. All right. Uh, Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with Lil Ralph Howery. Uh, he's a comedian on The Carmichael Show. He is doing a show tonight in Chicago, so check him out. You can also check him out on Twitter, Lil Rel 4 um, He tweets during the show, The Carmichael Show, that comes on um, on Sundays. Um, and, uh, You can check out their shows there. Also, you can check out, uh, they have a website on NBC. You can check out more information about the characters, the photos, the different episodes and whatnot. Again, it's on Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, the Carmichael show. You want to check them out on there. Um, You know, comedy is just a funny thing, and we were just talking about the election, and at first it was comedic, but now it's scary. I hope everybody gets registered to vote that is eligible. Please, please take the time to do that. Um, I've been taking my daughter when I go vote since she was a little kid. Um, This is your power. If you don't vote, nothing's going to change. Right now only about 50%, not even 50% of the people who are eligible to vote, vote in this country during election time. So that's why it seems like nothing gets done because nobody's voting. If all y'all got out and voted, whatever your side is, whatever your side is, you will see the significant change. And that's what we're seeing right now in these primaries with Trump winning different states because people are coming out in droves to show their power. If you do not want Donald Trump to become president, then you need to get out and show your power by voting and bringing your friends and family and whoever else is on your block to come and vote. All right. Follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook. Check me out on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day. And also happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Have a great weekend.
0: Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere.
1: This woman may sound silly to you and me.
0: It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks.
1: But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, (laughs) she makes perfect sense.
0: How does it feel when you touch the sand?
1: Find out how at pornlearning.org, Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.